2: The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broadus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton.
3: It is Thursday, October 20th, 2022, Season 18, Episode number 55. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break Live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We are presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Today we talk Detroit defense versus Dallas offense. Uh, We're going to start first, though. Uh, We're talking about Mike McCarthy and what he had to say in his press conference. Let's get a quick update on Dak. Where's how's Dak progressing at this point?
0: Sounds like he's doing well. He he, he, um, threw the ball well, and I think he's come out of it soreness wise. uh, Good. He keeps ramping this thing up, and you know McCarthy's not going to say he's starting, but he's not saying that he's not. So (laughs) I think I think all all signs are indicating that he's he's going to be ready to go. We'll see what happens today. Because, I mean, I don't know what's going on at practice, but it's like the movie The Program again where they're just hitting people. And everyone's getting hurt and, and at practice. So I think that, right. like the, from a physical standpoint, this seems to be like the biggest one of the week.
4: Yeah, it, the indications I heard talking to people late yesterday was the, just what Nick was talking about. Everything went great. The thing they're really happy about is the fact that he's able to take snaps from under center and then been able to, you know, with the, the ball pounding into the thumb and then being able – and not, that not being a problem at all. They're not concerned about – they. you know, I asked the question about the core, the back, the legs, all that stuff that goes into throwing the ball. Uh, I had a guy say, listen, we've been working since the week he could start working. You know, we've been working on that stuff. That shouldn't be a problem. You know, but it's something you think about. I mean, yeah. If the thumb's fine, how's everything else? I mean – because we all were in uh, Oxnard that day that you know we were all scrambling and watching him walk off the field and not knowing what was wrong with his shoulder and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it was, oh, no, Dak's in the best shape of his life and all that stuff. And then you get an injury like that. But they, they've been working hard with the, the thumb. That, that seems to be fine. Throwing the ball seems to be fine. I, I heard the word great. Was the word that was used to me. And then all the core stuff has been really, really good.
3: I ask this question on the core stuff, because that, that's something that kind of fascinates me because there was a period there he couldn't throw because of his hand. Right. Were there things, and I assume there are, but I'm asking the question, were there things that maybe they could be doing from a trainer standpoint? That could keep that core kind That's of That's what they were doing. They were yeah. doing workouts yeah. that do it, even though you're not throwing actual throwing the ball. You're working on those mechanics so that 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 all is not just the ramp up is a lot less to get him back ready. Yeah,
4: to we we've all been in the you know in the in the workout facility and seen the different drills where they take medicine balls and turn and mm-hmm. hand mm-hmm. and then turn in hand and then you've got the those resistance cords you can pull you know and and work with your hips and your lower back and stuff. Yeah, it, it was, you know, it, it was one of those things because I'm like you. I'm like, okay, th- the thumb's fine, but he hadn't thrown a ball, you know, in five weeks. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 the that part of it will be the easiest. That the throw part okay. will be the easiest. So the core stuff is they've been working it you know, with Britt Brown. You, you know, there's if you follow any, any one of us on social media, you're going to see pictures and tweets of – Britt, you know, on the cords and all that stuff. So everybody knows how that works. And, you know, as soon as as soon as he's able as soon as he was able to do something, that's when they started. So they feel good about all that. All right, let's catch up on a couple. Other, are, I wait. was
5: gonna say there are a lot of workouts and especially stretches that you can still be doing without the need of your thumb. Now, where it gets tricky is when you start needing to add weight. That's different because you do need the help of your hands in that aspect. But as far as elasticity and just mobility stuff, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, they got all kinds of different workouts that he he and he has been doing without the need of his thumb. All
3: right, let's uh, let's catch up on a couple other uh, injury updates. Dalton Schultz, what are we hearing about him?
0: um you know if if they're gonna play tomorrow uh, or today he could play today, so I think I mean that's a he's a day to day but he but I think he's he's in it's trending upward for him um and to to play in this game and and you know McCarthy sounded you know confident with him, but he also said. Because I asked him about the tight ends, and he he said something about the other tight ends making sure that they got out there too, since you know their arrow is pointing up. And he said that it sounded like Dalton would still be somewhat limited, mm-hmm. even if he's out there, they're still going to figure out ways to get all of. Yeah,
4: that. there's there's it sounds like to me there's been a little communication issues with the Dalton Schultz thing. In what way? Dalton Schultz needed a brace. Dalton Schultz got a brace. Dalton Schultz said he didn't need a brace. Dalton Schultz is playing without a brace. Dalton, you know? There's there seems to be some things that they're trying to get him comfortable. Like a
0: children's book. Yeah, it's like yeah. Dalton Schultz wore a brace. Yeah, he didn't wear a brace. Yeah, he oh. was, you know. Yeah,
4: it it, it 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 could be very much yeah. of a, a child's book. <laughs> um, general manager, owner, general manager came on 105.3 The Fan. He was surprised last week by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Talking to people, they're like, "Listen, it's one of those things. You got to feel comfortable. You got to be willing to want to go out there and and you know and try things. And you know, there seems to be some some kind of some confusion. I don't know, maybe confusion is the wrong word. Maybe some like, I want to try this. I don't now. I don't want to try this. Now I want to try this. But wait a minute, we gave you the brace. Now you don't want the brace. Now you. So I think it's a, it's all down to being how comfortable he is out there playing. And you know, he he. Let's be honest, too. His best rapport is with Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. As long as Dak Prescott's out there, he keeps putting money in his pocket, you know. So that I think there's a little bit of that that's going on, too.
5: Yeah, and the other thing, I mean, it sucks for him that this happened and that Dak went out and all of that because he has slowly just kind of disappeared of the whole mix, and this is his franchise year. He doesn't have a contract for next year. Then you got these younger tight ends who are – Honestly, doing pretty good, and the coaching staff liked them a lot. So it's going to be – I I mean, not to talk about contracts just yet, but I, I find a hard time believing that he'll be here again next year.
0: Well, when you, when you look at if you ranked all three of them, Hendershot, Ferguson, Schultz, mm-hmm. athletically. Hendershot? I think it's Hendershot, Ferguson, Schultz, yeah. I think just from an athletic standpoint. From a blocking standpoint –
3: Ferguson?
0: it's for I mean, I don't <laughs> think Schultz is first there, <laughs> knowing the offense and all that rapport with Dak. Okay, yeah. I'll give it to Schultz, yeah. you know. But, but, but those are things you can those are things, those guys are gonna, yeah. you know, c- continue to improve on. So, you know, I mean, it's I think I think she's right. I mean, when, when you're talking about what where were we headed here, and that's kind of why I asked McCarthy the question is like, these two guys are coming off their best game, you know, Schultz is coming back, great player, and all that. You don't want to call him a progress stopper, but.
4: You know, yeah, they're, they're going to stop
0: some progress. Yeah, I, I
4: mean, I think at Ambar and Nick are absolutely right about the situation. I'll say this: I think you're going to need Dalton Schultz this season. Yeah. I, I do. I, I, you know, give me as many of the blocker catcher guys I can get on the field. You know, especially if it turns into you're gonna to have to run the yeah. football. Who's that, the better
0: blocker? Sorry to cut you off. No, no end, I, I don't. You watch no, it no, more than me. Ferguson by far is Schultz. Is he gotten better? At blocking? He has
4: the the thing about with Schultz is there was times last year where they put him at the point of attack, he couldn't handle that. Then they put him on the backside and he couldn't handle the backside cutoff. This year, though, in some of the preseason stuff, early season stuff, you were seeing him doing a better job of sustaining his block. Ferguson's a finisher, and Hendershot's a holder. Hendershot's a, you know, he 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 gets his hands inside; it can hold, but then again, he gets sloppy in the hand, and then he gets the flag. You know, they got they got flagged on that third and one, uh, you know, in the game a couple weeks ago, where you know they had a they had a shot to, to you know, keep moving the ball against the Commanders, and and it just you know he got caught for a holding call. So you know you have to you have to be good enough with your hands inside. But Ferguson, by far, these two young guys. Yeah. What they've proven is they drafted Dalton Schultz in the fourth round. They picked Ferguson in the fourth round. You could find tight yeah. ends that fit, and last year's tight end class was tremendous. Mm. I mean, Ferguson maybe in another class might have been a, a, a third round guy, mm. you know. Instead, but uh, yeah, it, it's. I just don't think you're. I think you're going to need Dalton Schultz just because. There is a little bit of that element to his game where he knows how to find space, and the quarterback has confidence in him. I think that's one of the reasons why they gave him the franchise tag. They just couldn't get rid of all the guys that were catching balls. They couldn't say, hi, Cooper, you're gone. Gallup, wait, we'll see you whenever. You know they just couldn't move on from everybody, and they, you know, it, it's a little bit of a protecting themselves. Yeah. I think.
0: I can't wait to see those two guys next year for in the off season after you know off season well, workouts. I mean, as long as one of them works out a lot, then they're both going to because they're joined at the hip. I mean, so <laughs> well, I, it's, I it's, do it's a great point other.
4: you make because when you watched Ferguson at Wisconsin. You know, he's playing games against Penn State and Ohio State and stuff, and he looks like a thin, linear, kind of built guy, and he's running up the field, he's making plays. Something happened to him by the time that we all said goodbye in OTA and then got on a plane to go to Oxnard. Those six weeks, or however long that period was, he kept working out, Mm -hmm. and his body got different. He's a different looking player than he was when he was playing at OTAs and mini camps and what we saw with the rookie school stuff. I mean, I'm like, okay, this guy just didn't go home and, you know, milk cows. He he, you know, he went and, and did, like, legitimate workout
0: stuff. Hendershot, to me, reminds me of Jarwin. Just the way that they're tall, they get down the field. Takes four steps to get twenty-five yards down the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just an athletic, you know, body. And I think that Hendershot will put put on some weight too. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a good situation. Both of them made plays in, in the game th- uh, last week, and you know, but Schultz coming back, like you said, they're going to need all of them. I think yeah. they are. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think both all these things can be true. I think they're going to need Schultz this
3: year. I also think I, I agree with you, Amber. By the end of this season. It is called a young man's game for a reason. No, because yeah. the, the evaluation will have to be are we willing to pay the premium right. for Dalton Schultz when we got two younger guys that we think could develop into no whatever we'd be missing? Without no question.
4: Him. Since you've already got uh, Schultz on the books, yeah, find a way to use, use it. him. That's exactly And correct. just and to, to use, uh, Ambar said this earlier about running backs. I, I don't care just use them up and then we'll do something else after that. <laughs> yes, yeah, he did. She's not that. right. She She's really not wrong that. about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. He did. I mean I I, I, I didn't I didn't <laughs> yeah. miss yeah, yeah just stay no, hard. Yes, yeah, use know, them just. up and use them up and then if they move on to somebody else they move on, you know?
3: <laughs> All right, real quick, CeeDee Lamb, what's going on? He was the only player yesterday that was not full at practice. Uh what are we hearing about him? I
0: think him? he's going to be limited today. Uh, he got hurt in Thursday's rigorous practice last week. Uh hip injury and uh. he uh, he's limited but i think he's going to be okay i think they're just going to keep him out of this practice now he did get hurt
3: thursday and then play and a then play mm-hmm. so i do think played this is, okay it, it makes sense when they say it's was
5: precautionary
0: it injury that's it, what
3: it that's what mccarthy made it seem like in his press conference yeah, yeah. Hip, it, was, yeah uh, it was that
0: seems like there's issue. two things last
5: week i don't know
0: yeah. i think he's okay i don't think i mean around here with the way this team is covered me five alarm fire if he doesn't he's Not playing, you know, it'd be. I, I think you can just tell with certain things. On if yeah. it's not I think that his feelings
4: deal. were hurt more than his hip, why I just but you know, what happened <laughs> in the game the other day, you know, his feelings got hurt a little bit. About you know, like, to
0: him. well, I mean, just oh, was i missing something, no, no,
4: just the fact that they they got covered, you know, oh, they yeah, yeah. they got, I mean, they they really and and to my you know, to me, I, I didn't give. I didn't give the Eagles enough credit in their secondary for the way that they've been playing. And you I, talked pretty hefty about them. Like you said that was the strength of that defense. I thought so, but, but I also thought they hold. I thought they yeah. hold, and the yeah. game wasn't called a holding game. But they didn't hold in that game. I tell you, Mike, they just played well. Michael
0: yeah. Gallup. He maybe would be a good basketball player, you know, just with his got some good link to him. He's not a rebounder, though. He's certainly not blocking out anybody. And, yeah. and, and there was a lot Which of what player times, are you talking about? Uh, Michael Gallup. I'm talking, just I'm, in general. I'm talking about there was. Two or three times in the game where he lets somebody kind of go over his back or go around him or whatever. And I'm, I know you're not going to be an NFL top fight receiver for being big and bulky. There's only a few Anquan Boldens in the world like that. You know what I mean? Guy in kind of Seattle? Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, right. That guy's a freak. The
3: guy in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, a, I mean yeah, he's he's a,
0: he's, he's a big dude. But yeah. I'm I'm just saying you got to get these guys off of you, you know, and 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 the ball, you know, fight for the ball a little bit. And and I just thought there were times where they went through them.
4: To his point is it's about
0: Extending, go get it. Yeah, yeah. It's
4: about extending, and when all of a sudden you're not really comfortable yeah. extending. He's a waiter. Yeah, he's a little bit of let it get on. Well, no, that's that's the thing. Yeah, come <laughs> on, friend. No tip. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing about it is uh, if you're one, of, you know, the bigger guys when you the, the guys in the you know Michael Irvin the day big body. Extend. That's what these things are nowadays is that you know these, these, uh, these wide receivers have also figured out how to extend and then keep the ball extended mm-hmm. while they're going down so guys can't punch the ball out when you're trying to bring it to your body. All right, we're going to take our first
3: break. We're going to come back. We'll dive into the Detroit defense versus the Cowboys offense. We'll be back, DallasCowboys.com radio. here's to the cowboys here's to the original light beer
2: it's miller time celebrate responsibly 2021 miller brewing company fort
4: worth texas
3: want to use what the pros use how about the official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys
0: Limited tickets for the remaining home games for the 2022 Cowboys season at AT AT&T Stadium are available now. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash tickets at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium.
3: Welcome back. Second segment of The Break Life in SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. This segment brought to you by Blockchain.com. Amber, you had a question for us going into coming out of the break.
5: Well, since we were talking about injuries, and I know he's not on the injury report, but it just popped into my head earlier, I'm like, "What are you? What are y'all's thought on Micah Parsons and maybe his growing, like, being a Tim, like, a Zeke Elliott type of injury, like the one he had last year that he just kept playing through it, lingering, but, lingering. I mean, he. Is, I'm just thinking of like finding ways as to why the past two games, to me personally, he just." He looks different in the way that he's playing. And I can't just come to grips to the thought of like, well, it's just how offenses are playing against him and stuff. It's just like he doesn't look his normal self. And it it could be something that it's not to the point, okay where he's showing up on the injury report and it's something that's evident, but more so, I don't know, something that's just kind of bothering him.
3: Can can I throw out one thing? I, I personally... I don't know that it's not he's not looking like himself. I, I'll get, give you one play yesterday. I actually went back last night. I was around the house, turned on the game. They had the the Cowboys-Eagles Eagles game on. And there was one play. I don't even remember at what point in the game. I think it was earlier on. But there was a run that came to his side. He was on the edge. And we talk about, you know, basically holding the point of attack it setting the edge. Oh, my gosh. Like, that. there was nothing going past him. And then the runner came toward him. He sheds his block. Grabs him with one hand, makes the tackle, pulls him in, makes the tackle. And I was like, "That, like, that's who he is. Now, I don't think he's had the benefit in this last game of really being able to get after the passer the way he wants to. Because the Eagles just weren't allowing it mm-hmm. to happen. But you did notice as soon as that tackle went out, they put him out there, and he came. Yeah. It was just one of those situations where you know he just they couldn't they couldn't get him to the quarterback as much as they normally would. But I don't think there's a difference. I think he's still well, playing at a high level.
0: Yeah, he was player high of the week two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah, two games ago. Still, yeah, he, you know, got her and then came and and played well against the Rams at the end of that game. So. I I really think I give the Eagles credit for mm-hmm. how they and and, and Soriano is that how he's Soriano? Yeah, he said that he came out and said we're going to watch him, we're going to know where he is every single play, we're going to basically game plan for him, and they did. They they you know like you said they they neutralized him.
5: There's something. It's just and, and he's still making like those plays. His feelings were like hurt. There are still plays yeah. that he plays like freaking hard, but mm-hmm. there's just something that I'm just. Getting from what I'm seeing, that I don't know. Are I you get, are you
3: saying effort? You don't think his effort is
5: always no, in? no, 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 no. no. Ooh. I'm saying.
3: <laughs> well, I'm trying to understand. No. I want to know what you're saying. No, it's
5: it's as if again he had he was dealing with the groin. It was a groin injury, and he's healthy and all that. But maybe maybe it's still something that's kind of pulling him back a little bit in a way, not enough to keep him. Out of the game, but so, I don't know. It's still something I'm gonna keep my eye on, even you know, though he's not I, showing know, up on the report. You know
0: what? This this reminds me of something. I think we're. I was gonna say yesterday about Micah, and and because it sounds like the expectations for him are so high. They are, yeah. and and I, you know, I think when he's really frustrated, like you said yesterday, he's not as good. Think about. I mean, he is a still a young person. Yeah, young person, yeah. young player. In life, yes, and. He is expected to be the NFL's Defensive Player of the Year. And if, if he doesn't win that, then what's going on with In him? His In year. his second year. In his second year. And he's got to take care of the—he's got to fix this whole defense, got to carry this defense, got to wear the cape every time. Care and I think think he, He's got to carry the team. <laughs> yeah. He's got—he feels that pressure. Yeah. And he feels like he's got to make every sack and all that. And he's still a young guy. I think that's his biggest thing is figuring out that you won the game against the Giants on Monday Night Football— the, the world is is going to be fine because you didn't get a sack. Your other teammates got four or five. You're okay. Yeah. He's got to understand that a little bit more.
4: and that comes with maturity man yeah, yeah. You know I think he's figuring out that what it's like when every opponent throws everything they have yep. at him mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, now it turns into Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn has discovered what Micah Parsons can do. Now Dan Quinn needs to figure out how to keep opponents from just trying to take Micah Parsons out of the game. That's the next trick. Dan Quinn is in week two last year when Tampa, you know, after the Tampa the game, you get practice. Tank breaks his foot. We need a pass rusher to play the uh, play the Chargers. Put Mike in there. Let's see what happens. Okay, boom. That next you know, there you go. There goes mm-hmm. the guy. It turns into, like, okay, all the different things that Dan Quinn can do to use him is also now the opponent's like, well, damn, Dan's doing this with him, and he's doing this with him. And th- and we I think we saw something that, that could be problematic for him in the future, but enough teams don't do it. It's the RPOs. Mm-hmm. It's the make him have to pick one or the other. Yep. Either attack the quarterback— and the, and the mesh point guy or whoever, but you know, you got to attack one of them. And if you gamble and you miss, it's a big play. So what you have to do, me personally, I think the next Quinn, and I said this yesterday, I think the next thing that Dan Quinn does is don't worry about it. You just go whoever you, you just go to the quarterback
0: you hit the you, quarterback
4: you take the quarterback every, time. every single every time. time every single time and will on the will on the back end try and pick up if they hand the ball off if we if we if we don't play the the ball carrier and 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 do badly that's on us that's not on you but i think you just give him one assignment you know and that that seems to be the only thing that could stop him right now is to make him have to hesitate just that Split second
3: right. while the ball gets off. I mean, when you think about it, that's really his greatest asset. Is he plays really fast? Yeah, he plays extremely fast. And you make him slow down and think, and yeah. like now there's some indecision. It takes away his superpower. Right. So, so yeah, you're right, Brian. If you can take that away and say, okay, we're just going to simplify this. This is always going to be your guy. Go get that guy.
4: Yeah. Then, then you he, keep him playing fast. If we if we had if say Demarcus Lawrence or or, or Demarcus Ware was in this room right now, we interviewed him. What, and we said, what's the one thing that hurts you as a pass rusher? And they will probably say having to start, stop, and then start again, because that's that's when, when you play fast and you play quick, it just it's that explosive movement. But those pass rushers, when tackles make them have to re go restart, then the ball is going out. So you know it's that it's that little bit of hesitation that causes your problems.
3: All right. Let's 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 get into the uh, Detroit defense versus the Cowboys offense. Brian, I, I I looked at some of the stats for this defense. Check this out. They are 31st <laughs> in yards allowed. Yeah. They are 24th in pass defense, mm-hmm. 28th in rush defense. Mm-hmm. They are 30th in sacks. Yes. They are 29th in pressure percentage.
5: They
4: yes. Are 32nd in missed tackles. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that this defense does well? Uh, I will say this: they, 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 I can't be as complimentary about their defense as I was their offense yesterday. Yeah. Because, but I will say this: I, I think that Aiden Hutchinson, uh, their their first round pick from this year, uh, the defensive end for Michigan, is going to be a good player one day. I really do. I think he's. They they move him around. He's number ninety seven. He'll play on the left side, right side. He's a, he is a really good pass rusher. He Only has three sacks you know and in the pressures have you know starting to come a little bit but he's the only thing they got when it comes to rushing the pack passer uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, the linebacker, is number 44. He makes a ton of plays. If you're a Big 12 fan, you'll know him from Oklahoma State. Uh, really good player from in the sixth round. One of those guys that they drafted late that's that's really, really done a nice job for them. Uh, their best corner is uh, Jeff Okuda, who is from South Grand Prairie over here. He's a local kid. And then Deshaun Elliott, the safety, is a good player. But other than that, they really, really struggle to get off blocks, they they finish these these linebackers finish tackles, but it's downfield. You know they they don't make a lot of negative plays, and they'll move Jeff Okuda around so he'll see him. He'll take whoever your best guy is. Aaron Glenn is their defensive coordinator. He knows they're in a little bit of trouble right now, and you know he's trying to play guys down in the box, but they just can't get off blocks very well. I see the Cowboys running the football in this game. I see them having some success. I see them having some success in play action. Linebackers are super aggressive in stepping up, and the ball then gets behind them as they're kind of all muddled up in there. The, the routes and stuff develop behind. But it's going to be about if you can take advantage of this defense, build a lead, and then make this offense just become one-dimensional with Jared Goff throwing the football. Because if it's close or tied, or the Cowboys kind of mess around with them, it's going to turn into them running the football and this, you know, them kind of taking the clock, you know, and making it a low-scoring, ugly kind of a game. That's the best chance they have to win this because they're they can outscore you, but the problem is they can't
0: stop you on the other end. <laughs> Look at this stat I came across today. You guys might have seen it too. I mean, the Lions. It's how bad their defense is. The Lions at one and five, right? One and, one four. and four. One and four. They
4: were off last one week.
0: and four. They've scored 140 points. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are four and two. They scored 110 points, and that's six games. The Lions have only that Lions have had a bye week, and they've been shut out. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so in the first four games of the season, they scored 140 points. They yeah. lost 38, 35 to the Eagles, 48, 45 to Seattle. Some 38 26 or something like that. Commander's, uh, yeah. 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 That they beat, they they lost like 28 24 to the Vikings and then they beat the Washington. So, but I'm just saying that just goes to show how bad the Cowboys' offense is at scoring, you know, just in a comparison. Their defense carries them and how, I mean, the offense is scoring, how good they can
3: be. Because that's the interesting thing, they haven't scored in two weeks. They were on. A, they had a bye, and yeah, before that, 2nd. they got shut they have out, They've not scored a right. point since October second. Right. It's they been still a while.
0: Scored thirty more points. Than Think the about in your life.
3: There's a lot that's happened since the last time they were in the end zone. Like, well, yeah, just, yeah, Rob was here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's, that's, that's
0: last change. Geez. That's just the. Give thing. me another month, and I'll tell you some more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right.
4: the, the thing about the thing about with this, the, the, the Cowboys, they just can't let this be a close game. Yeah, they just can't let this be. You can't let Detroit hang around and have confidence. Now they'll find a way to lose at the end. But they're going, to make it, they're going to make it tough on you. And, you know, because like I could say, Derek brought this up, and it's absolutely true. They can run the football. That is one thing that they are really good at. They are going to line up, and they're going to run the football because they know their quarterback can make mistakes. But they also got to think about protecting their defense, and they've tried. They've tried with the scoring and stuff, and, the, you know, it's not enough. That's, that's that's the that's the issue with this team is they've got several good players that I mentioned but not enough good players
5: I think that I mean not the ideal game for our defense the Cowboys defense but I think that everything that you said about their defense the mm-hmm. Lions defense just makes me think that the Cowboys are gonna go in there and score like at least 35 points at the very least or whatever but Kiss of death. Yeah. Uh, is, is
4: anybody worried about a little Dak rust? Yes. Yeah.
5: Absolutely. Are you kidding me? And
4: the last time we saw him, it wasn't very good, and he was completely healthy?
3: I'm less concerned about that part as I am, just the fact he hasn't played in a while. Yeah. And I just, Dak, Dak is, when we've seen him in those kind of situations, he usually isn't at his best.
0: He's 0-2 and he coming back from injury. He, ba- he gets better as he
3: comes back. He gets better over weeks, you he's know?
0: He's 0-2 coming back from injury. It's yeah. only two games. And he played really well against Tampa, so that's, I don't know if that should even count. Yeah. But it does. And then, of course, the Denver game, he wasn't
5: If good. they lose this game and that gives you something similar, let's say, to what Cooper Rush was giving you, which I don't think it's going to be enough for this specific game. They're going to need to be scoring more points than than what they were. How do you – like, what if, are your if thoughts? Cooper, what are your feelings? If,
4: if Cooper Rush wouldn't have thrown three interceptions last week, I'd be dancing with you right now about what you're thinking about. But the fact is Dak can throw interceptions too. You know, and and Cooper Rush can throw interceptions. We saw that last week. So to me, I, I don't think there's any discussion right there. Yeah. I I just don't. Well, you
5: think he goes into this game just kind of being more careful I, of things, or do they just let him?
4: Like, I think you got to go. let him. I think you let just him play. Go. I think you let him play in this game. But I think letting him play is, uh, you know, see the offensive line. If the Lions are going to let you run the football, by all means, run the football. Yeah, I, I don't mind this game being over in two hours and twenty minutes. If you ask me. You know, if both teams want to just run the ball, fine, go ahead. But the, you know, the thing, yeah. See, that's the, we that's the thing about it is you know <laughs> when you're in a situation like, you know, I, I want it, what I want to see from Dak is I want to see the third down offense get better. That's what I want to see because I don't trust the third down offense with Cooper Rush. Mm. I just don't. I don't think you can win games. You have, you have because of your defense. But when he turned over the ball, I mean, I was talking to people in the organization, like, "Are you happy to have Dak?" About yeah, happy because we turned the ball over three times the other day. You know, I'm like, "Well, you're four and one," and go, "Yeah, but we had a chance. We had a chance in that game if you don't have the turnovers." You know, and,
0: and, and Cooper Rush has been flirting with those interceptions. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. like the what throwing the, their like there.
4: three scores were what less than eighty yards. Yeah, I think yeah. all three scores they, they it was less than eighty yards of offense for the Eagles in that game. Now one of them was seventy five, so it was
3: right there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. So I mean, that's. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's, a, it's a, well, we're talking about the turnovers.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. The right, turnovers, right, yeah. yeah.
4: So they, you know, that, I, I'm, I don't, I think that, I think Cooper Rush can, I, I think we've seen the absolute best of Cooper Rush this year. I do, personally, you know, and so I'm excited to see what happened because, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to win. There's games of these teams. You're going to have to finish off the Vikings, the Packers, the Giants, the Eagles. You're going to have to finish off some of these teams in the NFC. I think you're going to need Dak Prescott to and, do that.
0: But to be fair, I mean, and it's one game, and we've seen the worst of Dak Prescott this year. I, I think he's going to be better. I, I, I just do. I think there was a lot of funky things happening in Tampa Bay game. I think he will be better. Uh, even, even from our, even a rusty Dak will be better than than what we saw in that Week One game.
3: Yeah, and I'm going to change my tune. I actually don't think that we're going to see it. We're going to be talking. I don't think we will be talking about rust for Dak come Monday. I think this is the perfect matchup for him to get back in, and whatever rust he might have had will be cleared up by the fact that this defense is just so poor. Yeah, and so we it won't be apparent that the rust is there. He'll know the rust is there. Yeah, maybe some of his teammates will see the rust there. I don't think it'll be apparent to but us. This defense crazy, is just not good. What's
5: crazy is, if you think about it, he's only played, okay, one game. Because you take out preseason. There yeah, wasn't really yeah, a Yeah, no, no, there was none. So it's just crazy to think uh, we're going into, what is it, week six six now? and Week seven. We're going into week seven?
4: Yep, yeah. week seven, yeah.
5: Damn. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Get <laughs> ready, seven. you're about to be
4: working on a Thursday.
5: <laughs> yeah, because it's there for him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So week seven, and he's only actually this whole season. I Played once. I'll yeah. say
4: this, though, A.G. If if they lose this game and it's because of Dak, I'll come in and apologize to you about your Cooper Rush thoughts. I will. Because, what were my thoughts? Well, no. That, that, should there be a question? There should, should not th- be a question. No, no no, no, no. But there'll be questions about no. Dak. I don't think there'll be questions of going back to, to Cooper Rush. Yeah.
3: I do think if they don't play well or if they lose, everybody's going to be looking at Dak. Like, yeah. I don't care whether what the story yeah. of the game, even if it was a defense just played horribly – I think everybody's still going to be looking at Dak like, say, man, and like you're supposed I to...
5: Think, be... I think Dak can definitely do what Cooper Rush was giving I, you. I agree
4: I hope more. I really no,
3: do. He'll <laughs> know... <I mean, laughs> give you
4: more. He'll give you more. more. Do
0: you know the team that Dak has the highest quarterback rating against? If I had to guess, I would say
3: one of the NFC East teams. He's probably right. going to try. It's probably the Lions.
0: It's the Ravens, but they've only played them <laughs> once. But the teams that he's played multiple times, the Lions, yeah, and the Lions. he has torched them. I mean, his quarterback rating is one forty eight, one twenty six, and one eighteen, like or something like that, in every three, in all three games. I mean, what just, point in the
3: season were those games? You remember? You probably do remember.
0: One of them was like Christmas, uh, you know, yeah. in twenty sixteen. The other one's probably I don't. Was know. Was one of them like a Monday night? That was the twenty. 2016 game, yeah. where they they were
4: where Stafford was awful in that game too. Oh, they he had threw like a bunch of points, yeah, threw a mean, bunch of interceptions. The other
0: ones, I, I don't, I don't remember exactly. We we you know, middle of the year, but uh, I mean yeah. they weren't memorable. Wasn't
4: there but, one in Detroit where he beat a backup quarterback up there? I don't remember that. They one. kicked a field goal to win the game.
0: The Cowboys did. Yeah, yeah.
4: I think it was. When a, was that? I want to say I was say I was in the studio. Me, I was yelling at Nate Newton about trying to get the field goal done. <laughs> I don't
0: remember that one beating beating Detroit with Dak. I, I mean The kid sure
4: from it's... Florida, the quarterback from Florida.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They they dominated that game but only won by like eight. You're yeah. you're exactly right. Yeah. That's when the Alabama running back started for them. The one no, uh, the one that looks you know, looked like Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, remember that guy? Uh, Bo Scarborough. Bo Scarborough. He started the game like Tarzan. Like
5: Tarzan. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Carson's good-looking dude.
5: No, Boy, big but guy he played like, like that, right. I'm lost. Uh,
0: Whoa, well, I, well, I mean, like I was I didn't yeah, finish the sentence alone, there. But anyways, just leave it alone. He played well um, in that game, and they, yeah, they won by like eight. Yeah, like yeah, 28 something like that. You're right. You're right. They 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 just they won the game. It was like twenty eighteen. I don't remember the other year, but Dak, right. Dak plays well against the Lions. Is my point. Let's
3: take our final break we'll come back. <laughs> and uh, I actually want to talk a little bit about the offensive line. We'll do that when we come back. DallasCowboys.com Radio.
2: The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field. United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for bailing, United Ag and Turf for winning. Back to the break.
0: Get your game day mentality on with the Dallas Cowboys official sideline gear inspired by coaches and players made for all Cowboys nation head to the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com a fanatics experience.
3: Final segment of the break, live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the start, presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Let's talk about the offensive line. I was uh, looking at this offensive line and thinking about the fact that this time last year, there were probably all sorts of names we were throwing around like, man, I just don't know. I mean, you talk about Steele, you talk about Biadish, McGovern. Like, there were, there were all these different players that we really just didn't think we didn't know whether they would actually be legit starting NFL offensive linemen. And now I look at them and I think I have a different opinion of all three of those names I just gave you. That being said, if there is a weak link on this offensive line at this point, where is it?
0: Mm.
4: Well, I threw dirt on the right tackle a lot. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. And I now th- you're like, yeah. No, the right tackle's played well. Dig him up. I thought he was the uh I thought he was the liability that you worried about. Um,
5: I knew he
4: was going to be fine all along. No, I'm. I'm good way. for you. I, you know what, <laughs> good for you. He has not. He is not. And I thought with Cooper Rush too, there would be some issues because Cooper Rush doesn't move very well. And the one thing is, teams are not just overpowering this guy mm-hmm. at the point of attack. He's playing well in the run game, and so give him a lot of credit. I, I learned my lesson on that one. Uh, the left, I, I said earlier uh, about that with Jason Peters, I, I think that McGovern's playing better at left guard, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm okay with that. Tyler Smith, you know, if you've grade 65 plays. There might be three, four of them that are really bad, but other plays are all pluses, you know, so um, I haven't, you know, I was worried about, you know, Jordan Davis last week against the Philadelphia Eagles with how big he is mm-hmm. and be yeah, biatch. I mean, he he didn't. He, he was no worse for wear in that football game. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, this offensive line. Th- that's the that's the thing I think that's going to benefit Dak Prescott the most. Is there might have been a lot of questions after the Tampa game, I think we've answered a lot of the questions. You know, uh, some of us have been real wrong about this offensive line. Yeah. And so, I'm you know I'm I'm looking forward to seeing them and. And uh, and and how they operate with Dak and their ability to run the football.
0: Yeah, Tyler Smith is probably the weakest link of of that offensive Which you, line. That's your weak link. You yeah. feel pretty good about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it used to be Kyle Kosar, you yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was pretty good. He was good. Yeah. So that happens. And, and and I, you pick a guy because you ask the question, not because yeah. he's weak. It's just because maybe he's and he's he's young and he didn't get any training camp at that position or off season at that position. He's doing really well um for for what you expect so i mean i you
4: know there's those if you follow the pro football focus people and all that and i mean i just don't dive into all that but if you do follow that they're saying zach martin's having a down year you know i mean if they and i and i can't i mean i've watched a lot i watched every game you know all 22 and i'm like i haven't seen it yeah i haven't seen it but there, you know there's people say oh no this if you watch him this that and i'm like I just haven't, you know, I haven't seen times where I felt like, oh, he was just really bad on that one. Oh, he was just, oh man, that was bad right there. I just, I don't understand. I mean, some people watch these games and maybe they see it different than me. You know, which is okay. Well, I mean, everybody sees these games different. I get it, but I just can't understand that why, like a pro football focus, would say, well, this is kind of a down year for. Well, Zach I mean, Martin. he
0: can have an A minus and it'd be a down year. Yeah. yeah, you know, no doubt. I mean, that, he's got room, room to grow there, yeah. or room to. Not grow. I don't know. Yeah.
5: I think that um, I'm pretty pleased with everything they've done so far because week after week when we talk about the opponents and all that, there's always one or two pass rushers that we mentioned that are very talented. They don't end up being uh, someone that kills you in the game. They they handle them very well. Also, I feel like we haven't been talking about holding penalties in the past few weeks. That seems to have gone down tremendously Especially since last year and at the beginning of the year, um, I I remember I can't remember how many that first game they got, but it was so, it was enough for us to keep discussing the issue. Well,
4: yeah, the thing that's interesting is I think that the teams that the Cowboys have played that with the bad offensive lines, like the Commanders, the Rams, the Bengals, and all that, there would be five. There would be five of the five guys you had that start. They would take any one of your guys. They, they would absolutely be happy with yeah. the five guys you got starting right now. They would say, "Sure, we'll take your, we'll take your tackle, we'll take your guard, we'll take your center." You know, with the situation that they're in right well, now. Well,
5: speaking of center, I mean, Nick, that's the. Oh yeah. I mean, I you've been nothing. you've been.
0: I got nothing. He,
5: he's beep, 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 yeah, he's about the center position for a while, so now you're good. I mean,
0: he hasn't been a problem.
4: There's not been the liability. He hasn't yeah. been.
0: I mean. One snap the other night, I thought I thought Christmas was going to come before that snap. I mean, the ball just was took forever <laughs> to get there. But for the most part, the snaps have been good. That's the first thing you're going to see with the center is low, high, you know, all that stuff. You're going to see that, and he's gotten better there. And I, and he's not getting just mauled and and pushed back. I mean, yeah. it happens, but but you know his technique is and obviously pretty good.
4: One of the better centers in the league w- is the Kelsey at, and he almost messed up the game if D'Orrance Armstrong's hands were just a little bit quicker they'd have had that fumble, you know oh, that yeah. missed snap yeah. and it've been right there on the the doorstep, you know, as something that kind of could turn the game around but yeah these centers sometimes they're you know even the best ones have a those moments where you're like going, what did you just do, bro? Mm-hmm. Trying to give the away a game, you know?
3: Yeah, they've, they've really kept – I think they've kept Cooper.
4: No sacks last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Against think, I was just group? about to
3: say the sack percentage for this team, they're ranked sixth in the league in sack percentage. Sack percentage. So basically the number of times they, they, they actually attempt to pass, the number of times they're sacked per attempt – uh, they're they're sixth in the league, only giving up a sack, what is that four point nine percent of the time. So mm. that's pretty impressive. and yeah. uh, and especially when you got a quarterback, as we've talked about, that's not really a mobile guy uh, for him not to be getting sacked and and to be doing that at that rate. like that's I think that's very, very impressive um, because a lot of these quarterbacks are some of the better teams that have those kind of numbers are have have some of the best quarterbacks in the league, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo, uh, the Chargers. Vikings are right above them. You can Mm. say what you want about them, but they're actually playing good football right now. Vikings
4: get no respect. They never get any respect. They get no respect at 5-1. Them and the
3: Giants both. Right, never get any respect. All right, um, appreciate you guys joining us. That's a a wrap for us. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, We'll wrap up this week, get you guys ready for the upcoming game uh, this Sunday. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagles, and this has been The Break Live on DallasCowboys.com Radio.
2: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
4: How about them, Cowboys?